Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 15 Good Minutes. It's your guy, Coach B. Today, I'm here with Freddie. What's going on, Freddie? Much. How are you, Russell? I'm good, sir. JR is out this week. Uh, he'll be back next week. So um, we're going to do our level best to, to hold it down uh, for JR. Um, we're going we're gonna to pick up today's show from the point of last week with the question of the week where we were, we were asking, what do you think about AAU? And what I want to do today, Freddie, is I want to keep it in the, for now anyway, in, in the basketball realm. AAU, when I first heard of it, I took it as AAU basketball. To be on an AAU team, it was a privilege. You were actually pretty good in your community or on your your high school team or what have you. And it was potentially a a springboard for, you know, you to get to the next level in high school and and put you on the map. Right. Now in this day and age, I think it's really more so um, um, incentivized or, or personalized if you will, because it's not, I think the game of basketball has changed so much since the mid nineties to where it, where it is now, you know, you have these kids, you know, they have more opportunities to, to play and be showcased and there's more camps and things of that nature. So I think it right now, I think the AAU circuit is probably suffering, um, pretty bad you know unless you're just one of those major programs you know the cp3 camps the kevin durant camps the carmelo anthony you know teams i think overall it's just probably struggling pretty bad yeah um i I think that i'm probably in the same place that you are um you know when i first started really getting serious about high school basketball there was abcd camp i think it was called there was five star um and a couple of five stars throughout the country and if you got invited to those, you know, that's a pretty good thing. The, the play was competitive and more times than not, uh, it got you ready, you know, for a really good um, continuation of your high school career. And, and, you know, I know in the college, but like you said, I think it's a bit diluted now in the sense that um, there are so many, so many AAU teams and, uh, the how do I say this the level of expertise in coaching when compared to the number of teams that are playing is um, way off so in a lot of cases you end up with parents coaching and usually it's the parent of one or two of the children that are on that specific team Um, when I first started coaching high school you know um, like I said you know one or two shows ago Mark Sewell was my mentor and he he told me, he said, people are going to ask you, you know, if you want to coach AAU. And I'm thinking, all right, well, it's the summer. Why not? And then he told me why he didn't. And he said, it's not the same as high school. There's much more. If you think that the parents are in your shit from the high school basketball in terms of, you know, why is my child not playing and all this kind of stuff, magnify that by two or 300 for AAU. I'm not saying it's pay to play, Freddie. I'm saying it's, it, it, it's, it's you pay and the expectation. Right. The expectation is that, yes, you know, th- that kid's going to play. And um, it's, it's, it's way too many um, people, in my opinion, that don't have the skill set to teach your child the fundamentals of, of the sport. You know, we, we would see it all the time. By the time I would get a ninth grader as a freshman, the parents are licking their chops. Yep, he was an AAU star of the Eastern Seaboard, blah, blah, blah. But the kid can't dribble with his left hand. Um, 
he can't play good man-to-man defense. He's always hugging his guy. He doesn't understand the shell principle, how to help off and things of this nature. But the, and then the parents are in this in this um, this shock mode. And here's the thing, Freddie. I mean, it's the purpose of it. I, I think is really good. You know, I think the idea that your kid can continue to play and develop is awesome. You have to do that in any sport: baseball, football, soccer. It doesn't matter. But if 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 you're involved in in something as big as this, and this thing is huge, like you know, for you guys don't know, Freddie and I were just on the the AAU um, website, and I'll put a link in into the show notes. The number of tournaments is, is ever, I mean, they're traveling all over the place. You know, I'm talking about Oregon, Florida, California. And so these tournaments just get made up. And when I was scrolling through, there was a box that said, you want to create your own team? Click here. I mean, have you, have you seen that? And, and, and how do you, how, how do you, how do you explain to a parent that really does have their kid's best interest at heart that there may be, a better way to help that child develop? I think right now with the AAU and, and as well as with other sports, I think the issue pretty much like with anything else in the world in society that we're in now, we're in a microwave society to where it's about here and now. I don't want to wait two, three years to grow, develop, whatever the case may be. It's about production right now. And I think that's why you see um such mediocre play in 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 AAU tournaments as well as any other sports or whatever and and, th- and that's just because it's so again there's so many different offers whatever sport you're playing you know but for the sake of this discussion we're talking about AAU basketball yeah. there's so many different other leagues that in in programs that kids can be playing in to where they can get notoriety or whatever, or, or for that matter, you can YouTube it or sure. or you do a TikTok or Facebook or whatever, and you just go viral, and then all of a sudden. So I think right now is so many different options for for someone to get noticed. To where I think, with the coaching standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, um, coaches aren't some, not all, but you know th- those that are coaches that are the parents of the kid, if you will. You know, it's just about promoting getting their kid yeah film um getting them on a highlight you know and you put it on youtube facebook you know instagram or whatever and it gets to this person gets to that person and next thing you know coach calipari at kentucky sees it coach davis at unc sees it whoever you know and then next thing you know the officers start you know flying in and i think that's you know, it's not about developing the kid, teaching the kid how to dribble with both hands, how to defend, you know, one-on-one, and how to how to shoot free throws and, and things of that nature, the, the, the key fundamentals of a sport. And I think that's, it's the society and the world that we live in to where everyone wants that instant gratification right here and right now to where the fundamentals are being lost in, tra- in translation. I think you're 100% spot on. Um, um... It is a microwave society, and it, it, it just trickles down from the parents to the kids. And the expectation in some cases, Freddie, like you, you mentioned, some of, the, some of these AU programs are really, really good, those high-end ones, high-talented kids, um, you know, with high-talented sponsorship and things like that. So the competition isn't too bad. But in some cases, a parent's assumption is that because your kid was on one of those teams, you as as the coach as the high school coach is thinking okay they must be good just because they were a member of that team and it goes to your point about the expectation i would say this to parents you know um 
take a really hard look at the programs. You have to make this decision for yourself. But what is your kid doing to better him or herself as an athlete and as a teammate? If, for example, we have this conversation every year, I'm sure you had it in football once we went through cuts. Um, some parents and kids would come back and say, what do I need to work on? And I would tell them. I, I would tell them point blank. One, you know, you, you're too slow. You have to move your feet better. I will show you how to do that and would be willing to work with that kid, you know, in the off season. But if all they're going to do after I tell them that their footwork is slow or they can't finish with the left is throw the kid on an AAU program and no one's teaching that child how to get better, I think you've wasted money. I think you've wasted time. And more importantly, you, you're giving that child the, uh, the illusion or the expectation that maybe greatness is coming. And, and, and I don't think it will. So, um, yeah, thanks for that, man. I, I think uh, it's a it's an ongoing discussion. I will say this. Uh, I know coaches that do coach AEU. I'm, I'm sure you do as well. Um, it's 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 very difficult. And if you're a full time varsity coach, even JV, Freddie, you know, at the high school level, the, the amount of time that it would take for you after your season to put into AAU, right. it could wear you down, you know, yeah. It, 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 it definitely can. I mean, you have to have a, a serious love and passion and dedication as well as having a, a committed base. Yeah. To continue to carry on to doing it from, you know, you know, preseason to in season to off season back to preseason. You have to have a, a lot of support, club. buddy. <laughs> you know you have to if not it, it'll bring you out really quick and 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 let's not forget i mean there's a lot of money tied to aau um just regular aau if if you're going to be competitive you got to go to all these different tournaments you know you have to pay you have to go out and do your fundraisers i'm talking about the parent and the kid it's uh, it's a lot of things that are non-basketball mm-hmm. I, i'll put it that way and, and, and it could be with others so um, if any parents have have uh, success stories or others that they want to share with us, by all means, reach out. Um, I'm going to pivot now um, uh, and talk a little bit about um, travel, because as you guys know, like, you know, JR's not here this week. We normally tape on one particular day of the week, but we're changing it this week because, you know, Freddie, Freddie's traveling again. I just got back uh, from San Diego. I think Freddie's going to San Diego. So um, I wanted to talk about that a little bit about preferences. You know, when you travel like like you do. Um, you know, do you have a system of travel, you know, like say from the, from the time, you know, you're going on a trip through booking the airline, you get in the hotel, um, which, what are your preferences there? If I'm going for work, I will take what is the best option for work. What is the best option for it? Now, if it's personal, I mean, I'm, I'm going on, um, a trip tomorrow to San Diego. I'm flying Soul Plane, aka Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the only reason why I'm, why I'm doing that is because it, it actually, don't make Freddie a Southwest member. I'm telling you all right now. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, this is no knock on Southwest. You know, it's just I, I don't like the way they do things or whatever. I don't think their boarding process is, is efficient. If you're not a, a Southwest reward point card member whatever right? I, I just don't think it's sufficient it's not saying that they're a bad airline so i'm by no stretch of the imagination am i trying to deter in, anyone from flying <laughs> Who, who's your preferred uh hotel line when you when you when you travel hi I, I like to be at the airport 
90 minutes before my flight is due. I mean, when I said, I mean, I like to be through security at that point. I just, I just do. I'm not a big fan. And there's a buddy of mine. I'm not going to say his name, Coach Ward, but um, there's a buddy of mine that come flying through the airport like OJ used to back in the day. I mean, he can cut it right, right down to the wire. I'm not that guy. I don't like to fly the day of business, if that makes sense. So let's say, you know, we're there for Monday through Thursday. The conference ends Thursday at noon. I'm flying home on Friday. I don't do red eyes anymore. I'm just tired of it. So if I'm there for any part of that business day, I just stick it out. Like you were talking about relaxing at, at, at you know, in the airport. I find something to do in any city or, or get caught up on my reading or I'm always editing something. So I have one of the laptops with me, but I stop trying to fly on a day that I have to do to do any work. And then lastly, for me is um, Hilton Honors. So Hilton Properties, you know, there, there's several of them, you know, Homewood Suites and Hilton, and they have different. So I can usually find something that's going to get, get my get my points up. And, you know, I am I'm a loyal Southwest member. Freddie and I just disagree on that. But I've been Southwest for a long time. I love free luggage. Uh, I love the points. And if you're ever traveling with with golf clubs, um, they can save you a bunch of money. Um, we're about to wrap up. But before we do, um, I'm going to throw it over to Freddie for our question of the week. The question of the week is how do you feel about the um, Roe versus Wade being overturned? I think this is a topic that at some point has a, has impacted someone that we know, whether it be a family member or friend or, or what have you. What do you think about? It? We want to know from our listeners how do you feel about it. You guys can um, provide your answer either you know here on YouTube at fifteen good minutes or on Twitter at fifteen good minutes. Um, we're, we will gather up those responses and and uh, we'll talk about them next week. Thanks, Freddie, for a great question. Um, as always, guys, we thank you for rocking with us and we appreciate the time that you spend with us. We look forward to having this uh, short 15 minute conversations with you each and every week. Uh, Freddie, safe travels next week, my man. Thank you. And JR, we'll see you when you get back. All right, everybody have a great week. Thanks for listening.